Hi and welcome to The Crime Pod. I'm Sam. And I'm Caitlin. Today I'm going to talk about what probably everyone in Edinburgh already knows about. Um, It's been recommended by a few of our listeners and I know that Caitlin, you know about it. Um, So today I'm going to talk about the disappearance and murder of three-year-old Mikhail Kular. Mikhail was the youngest of four siblings, which included a twin sister. He was described as a loving, happy and caring wee boy. They lived with their mum, Ros Deep, in the Ferrygate area in Drylaw, which is close to like, you know, Silvernouse, D-Mains, Muir House, just to give people a general understanding of the Edinburgh North. You know it well, Caitlin. So Yes, yeah, yeah. I know exactly where you are. So this case happened to where like close to where we're, we were brought up and we well I remember it and I'm sure you remember it too mm-hmm. yeah I actually can't believe how long it's been like it feels like one of those that wasn't that long ago do you know yeah no absolutely and um, so on the 16th of January 2014 three-year-old Mikhail Cooler was reported as missing by his mum Ros Deep um, she said that he went to bed that night uh, the night before sorry on the 15th but was missing by morning However, he was wearing his coat and boots. So Mm. right away you're like, okay, he's run away, three years old. Now, his mum has reported that he left the house during the night. He put his coat and boots on, climbed onto a stool to open the door and left. So Ferrygate is mostly, I would say, flats. I know there's quite a few houses, but they lived in one of the flats. So he'd have needed to get out of his own front door. Then the large, heavy front door of the stair. And in my opinion, they're quite heavy doors. Like, for adults, never mind three-year-olds. Mm-hmm. So, keep that in mind. Now, at the very beginning, there was no evidence of any criminality. So, this was just treated as a missing person. And obviously, it was a three-year-old, so it's huge. It was everywhere. Okay? Mm-hmm. Police... Members of the community and the wider area, they went looking for Mikhail. Um, as how long really can a three-year-old survive out on his own in January as well? It's quite cold. Yeah, especially um, yeah, especially in but that time of year it's freezing. Mm-hmm. And the police, they were also joined not just by the community; they were joined by mountain rescue teams. They were helping with the search. Also, along with the Coast Guard, they were searching the Firth of Forth because, like I said a second ago, it's near Silvernouse, which is near the beach. So he could have wandered down there and went into the Firth. Who knows? Now, Mikhail had not been seen at his local nursery, which was Flora Stevenson's, since before Christmas. Now, he's... Yeah, so he's been reported as missing on the 16th of January, but the nursery, they haven't seen them before Christmas. Obviously, right, okay. you have the Christmas break, so, like, that makes sense. But that normally goes back, like, start of January, though, so. Yeah, no, you're right. So, this has been maybe, what, a week or two out of nursery by the time it's gone back. So, it kind of raises alarm bells a wee bit. On Friday, the 17th of January, late at night, about 30 miles or so away in Kirkcaldy, in Fife, the police search ended. 
Now, this is just a day after he's been reported missing. The body of Mikhail Cooler was found in a suitcase in the woods behind his aunt's bungalow, where it said that they lived before moving to Edinburgh. So, unfortunately, he has died. Once found, the family, had, they'd obviously been informed and his mum, Rosdeep, was quickly in police custody um, being questioned. Now, the next day after that, Rosdeep was taken to court in Edinburgh and she was charged with the connection of her son's death. And the day after, she was taken to the Sheriff Court in Edinburgh to stand trial, which was private, so meant that the press and public would not be allowed to attend. But that's um, normal practice kind of in these situations under Scots law. During this time, the police were searching for evidence in the family home in Edinburgh and in Kirkcaldy where they had found his body and the local community, they were holding vigils, services, they were lighting candles, they were leaving flowers, cuddly toys, you know, etc. Um, just while waiting for the court hearing to be over so that they could understand what the charges were going to be and what actually was going on. Because this has only taken, what, 24 to 48 hours? Yeah, yeah. During the court case, we were told the truth about the last few days before Mikhail was reported as missing. So I'll, I'll just let you know the, the events that went on. Now, I didn't know this part. Um, I couldn't remember it. So I know it was only in 2014 and I remember everybody going out and looking for him. I remember it being in the news, but I don't remember like what actually happened to him. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you do, but we'll see. So his mum, who has a history of depression and quite bad mental health, she lost her temper when he was repeatedly sick following a trip to Nando's. Um, so because he was sick, she smacked him and struck him on the body and the head with like a clenched fist. Um, so he, she was proper smacking him um, and that's what she told the court. Okay. Now, when Mikhail was sick for a third time, his mum dragged him to the shower by his arms and beat him heavily on his back as he lay over the bath edge. It's thought that the internal damage was inflicted during this last beating. Now, over the next few days, Mikhail's condition worsened and he was kept off nursery. So that explains why the nursery hadn't seen him before, like since before Christmas. Now, he was, assaulted, he was assaulted again on the Monday after being sick again and he became listless. So that means like he, he just lacked energy. He was sleepy. He was sluggish. He was just not well Mm -hmm. and the court was told that his mother did not take him to the doctor because of the bruising which makes sense on her side of you as well because if you take a kid to the doctors and there's loads of bruising then that's a call to social work to be honest and she clearly didn't want that Mm -hmm. understandably it was because she was beating him but you know sometimes when that's not the case you still mm-hmm. don't want it to doctors. Um, just a quick side note following that part um, from not wanting to take to the doctors due to the bruises. Mikhail had actually been taken into care back in 2012. Oh, right. To, yeah, which I didn't know, but it was due to um, his mum's party behaviour. She was quite like a wild... Um, she was young and she liked to party and she kind of neglected them. So they were taken out of her care. However, he was given back in 2013 after right. you know a proper investigation and um, they showed that she was a capable mum and she could la- look after him well. It was just maybe back in that time she was yeah, yeah, too course. much into partying. Now, back to the events leading up to his death. 
By Tuesday night, Mikhail was said to be quiet and given a limited response to his mum's questions. He died mm. on that night, Tuesday the 14th of January 2014. Okay. And he died from injuries inflicted the previous Sunday, so from all the bashing. Rosdeep admitted wrapping Mikhail's body in a duvet cover and putting it in a suitcase. She then took Mikhail's twin sister to nursery with the body in the boot of the car and then drove to Kirkcaldy where she hid the case under a bush in the woods behind the house. So that's how he got there. Now the final cause of death was found to be blunt force abdominal trauma. Mikhail had more than 40 separate injuries to his body including bruises to his back, chin and cheek, trauma to the brain, hemorrhage in the spinal cord and injuries to his arms. So this is, and remember he's only three, so he'd be tiny. Yeah, he must be so small. Mm -hmm. Now Rosdeep pleaded guilty to repeatedly punching her son and causing his body to hit against a hard hard object or inflicting blunt injuries on his head and body between the 12th and 15th of January. And she admitted that this all took place in the home in Ferrygate Crescent. She also admitted attempting to defeat the ends of justice by pretending to police that Mikhail had gone missing and she admitted causing a major search for her son involving police, the fire service, Coast Guard, mountain rescue crews and members of the public. So this mm-hmm. was huge, but you know she's admitting it all and this is only, what, less than a week since he had gone missing. This has all happened. So it's a really quick moving case. Yeah, wow. Now, Ros Deep had originally been charged with murder, but she admitted the reduced charge of culpable homicide when she appeared back at Edinburgh's High Court. So she wasn't going to be charged for the murder anymore. She was just going to be charged kind of in connection with the murder or like culpable homicide really means that the person died. You made a person die, but you know, it wasn't murder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my take on it. Now, Advocate Deputy Alex Prentice said, The basis for the plea tendered being accepted is that the Crown accepts that the accused had no intention to kill McKeel and that the assault perpetrated upon him, although severe, fell short of the wicked recklessness required for murder. However, there was obviously some anger from the public that the Crown agreed to the reduced charges. Like, why wouldn't there be? Because obviously this is media fueled. People have been out searching. So why would people not be angry that she's not being charged for murder. Now, one neighbour who was also involved in the search and was present at the High Court, he said that the decision was a disgrace, this was murder. So there was a lot of uproar. Yeah, for sure. And I think this is one of these cases as well, kind of like, you know, Maddie McCann, there's a lot, there's like a 50-50 disagreement. Yeah, yeah. People either think she deserves it, she deserves murder, or oh no, she was just ill, etc, etc. Now, the court heard that Rosdeep later broke down during a police interview and told officers, it was an accident and I panicked. I'm going to go to the jail. She subsequently then took the police to her son's body in the woods where it was found in the suitcase covered with branches. So it turns out that she had taken the police to the body. We didn't know that at the beginning. Oh. We thought the police had found the body, but no. She had broken down during an interview and took them to his body. Okay. So there's obviously there's some remorse and regret 
of the whole thing in a way from her okay now obviously it's me so I'm gonna put the judge's quote in here and what I take away from it all is kind of well once I tell you the sentence sentencing she gets you might agree with me but I just feel that the judge was not on her side but he took pity on her in a Mm -hmm. way so here we go judge lord glenny told rosdeep what she did was cruel and inexcusable he added striking a child even once is bad enough striking him heavily and repeatedly with hand and fist when he was being sick again and again simply beggars belief mckeel was by all accounts a healthy happy little boy by your actions however unintended you have not only robbed mckeel of his young life but left a gaping hole in the lives of all who loved him Lord Glennie also said he accepted Rosdeep's remorse was genuine and heartfelt. And he also said, you are clearly an intelligent and articulate young woman. There is no history of violence by you towards any of your children. That makes it all the more difficult to understand your actions. I do not suppose that you really understand why you did what you did. So that was Mm -hmm. the judge's response. Now, in August 2014... Ross Deep was sentenced to 11 years in prison after pleading guilty to culpable homicide. So she serves this sentence in Corton Vale Prison in Stirling, which is a women's prison. Um, however, there's quite a lot of talk that she gets quite a few privileges for having killed her child. Um, but I'll talk about that in a bit. Now, McKeel's father, I've not really mentioned him. Uh, he wasn't really in the picture before his death. Um, he came out a few times to the press following his death and it kind of plays the angry victim which I guess is completely fair enough because you know his son was killed Mm -hmm. but his dad Saeed says that Mikhail was beaten to death by his mother because he was a miniature version of his dad so he wasn't the father to all the children just um, Mikhail and obviously the the twin because (laughs) I don't think it's possible not to be Mm -hmm. Now, the 34-year-old, he described um, Rose Deep Deep as a controlling manipulator, so obsessed with him that she craved revenge for years after their three-month fling. So he's coming out in the press with all of this proper, you know, bashing her. Now, he believes that the reason for Rose Deep taking the little boy's life in January was because he looked like his dad. Now, Zahid said... She killed him because he was a miniature version of me and in doing that, she was killing a part of me too. She was killing me and she was killing my legacy. Her obsession made her love me, but then it made her hate and resent me and she would stop at nothing to hurt me for rejecting her. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think she killed Mikhail because she couldn't stand to see me in him every day. We look the same and we have the same character. My son was the innocent victim. I just wish she brought her anger down on me and not him. Yeah, definitely. Which, all those points, they're kind of valid. Like, I don't, I wouldn't say anything bad about that, but I can, so I can completely understand where he comes from. Um, but the fact is, there was maybe some hate and truth behind what he was saying, but then, on my other hand, I feel like, well, shouldn't you have kind of been in the picture? And part of his life, like you weren't. Yeah, definitely. Before, 
you know, who knows? Like, only they obviously know why he wasn't in the picture, but he seems to really only come out and do, like, either press or comments when there's something big in the news, like, about this case. Because I also have, like, another side note for you about his dad. Mm -hmm. He was with Sheku Bayo the day he was arrested and killed by the police in Kirkcaldy. Which no is episode, way. Mm-hmm, episode two of our podcast, if you'd like more information on his what? unjustified death. So he was with him and he came out making statements, etc. when things were big in the media for Sheku. So my conclusion is he seems to be kind of like lights and limelight and wishes to kind of be a victim. But I also understand his son just died. Yeah, no, I get it. So there's kind of two sides to that one. But yeah, he it was crazy how things... He was there as well. Now, I'll go back to Ros Deep. So she was sentenced to 11 years in prison. And after doing some research, I feel she gets quite a few privileges. I don't yeah. know if you've seen anything. But in um, Cortonville Prison... There seems to be like different kind of houses or something that I read that you can live in. And Rosdeep, she's allowed to go out and about in Stirling. She's okay. Freq- she's frequently seen. Uh, she goes to the library. She wanders about freely as long as she checks in, obviously, with the prison. She's not like a free woman. Now, members okay. of the public, they, they spot her. They know it's her. Like, she's dyed her hair. But, you know, I think yeah, depending yeah. on who you are as a person as well, you're like, oh, no. I know that woman, like she, mm-hmm. and and also depending on people's views of her, it's not always great, yeah. especially if you're seeing a criminal just wandering about freely. Now, she's part of the kitchen crew in the prison as well, and she's well behaved. Like she's a good prison citizen. Like she, but it's kind of she said that she is treated very well. She's definitely one of the more privileged inmates, which for knowing her crimes. I understand, like, yeah, she might have had mental health problems, but, like, still, to be so privileged, not the best kind of thing. Now, also, she is maybe due to be released in May this year. Okay. So that is, what, seven years of her 11-year sentence. Um, who knows if she will be released? Like, I don't know. Um, I know that if you do research it, though, you will find a lot of negative newspapers you'll have them all kind of saying child killer and you know a lot of negative news about her release I couldn't find a good one as yet so you know it could be one of those times you know when someone tries to get released and then the public completely block it off and they have to end up back in prison yeah yeah so also just a another wee note is I know that I mentioned he had loads of not loads of other siblings but he had four and I don't really mention these in the story is because there's not a lot of information on them and the main obviously the main part of the story is Mikhail because he was the only one that um Rosdeep kind of had something either against or something in her head was telling her like I don't like you you know mm-hmm. but that's the story of Mikhail Kulur and thank you what's your thoughts on the whole thing yeah very interesting i was actually reading up on it the other day because it's back in the paper because his mum is looking at being released so i feel like it is something that a lot of people are talking about 
Um, but I don't know. I yeah, I don't agree that she should be released. But that's my opinion. No, I, that's my opinion. <laughs> no, I am. Um, I agree with you there. Like, I think it's obviously it's a hard one because you don't know what's going through someone's mind. But to beat them and then not even that part actually. It's the putting them in a suitcase and then putting them in the woods. You know, yeah. Like if she had had a moment of like, oh god, I've accidentally killed him, kind of thing. Then I know it's still not right, but like you're like, okay, fair enough. You've yeah. made a mistake. You'll learn from your mistake. But I think the whole then hiding the body, and especially because there was so much at that time, there's people out looking for him and everything. To know the whole time where he is, and to know that all these people are wasting their time, mm-hmm. is like that's yeah, that's what doesn't sit right with me. No, yeah, I agree with you there. But um, if you anybody has kind of any other opinions on it, let us know on our Instagram, uh, the crime pod under slash underscore. Sorry, <laughs> under slash. <laughs> um, the crime pod underscore, uh, because it'd be good, especially if you have like a different opinion. If you think that she should be allowed out because she made a mistake, etc. So let us know. It's a good talking point. But keep keep track of the news and maybe in May we'll see where things go.